Power Podcasters Changing the Way the World Communicates, starring Scott Patton, the Dean of Blogonomics and Podology. Scott has been podcasting since 2005, and over 5,000 entrepreneurs just like you have benefited from his extensive knowledge, deep experience, and heart-based coaching. Confused about online marketing, SEO, PPC, SEM, or other obscure letters of the alphabet? Each week in plain English, Scott and his guests share proven strategies guaranteed to ignite your creative juices and get your business moving forward at warp speed. We attribute the success of our podcast to our commitment to excellence and our commitment to you, our valued listeners. So tune in each week as we explore podcasting, internet marketing, and the unweb with Scott Patton at www.powerpodcasters.com. Now strap in, mute your ringer, and get ready to shoot for the stars. Because here's Scott. Welcome, everybody. This is Internet Marketing Unleashed. I'm Scott Patton, the Dean of Blogonomics and Podology. And joining me today, a very special guest. Been a while since he's been on the show, Michael Rotten. How are you doing, Michael? Uh, doing very good. Doing very good, Scott. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So December 2014, Shareaholic reported social media dethroned search as the number one source of website referral traffic. So what does that mean, both for those of us that are trying to get on uh, number one on Google and those that are looking for traffic? Uh, yeah, you know, socials played a big part in, uh, in transforming uh, the way users surf the internet and find their information. And we can start with Facebook. Uh, when you go on Facebook, there's that search bar and, and below the search bar, uh, when you click on it, uh, below that, there's a lot of articles and information of the latest news. And you can pretty much search everything that's going on. And they keep that on their own platform. It usually doesn't defer onto, let's say, uh, Google Chrome or Internet Explorer. So uh, a lot of people are used to using their phones uh, you know, and, and, and searching on their own platforms. And then Twitter, for example, you know, too, as well, they're, they're used to, you know, searching on there. But the thing is with the local, I still believe with local, when you're looking for, let's say a plumber, electrician, or any, any of those types of, uh, uh, people, uh, they're going to go on to Google or they're going to go on to Yahoo, or they're going to go on to Bing, but Google still has the lion's share of the traffic. But, um, you know, for let's say world news or other types of news, you know, uh, or or let's say just bloggers, you know, if they're looking for who's blogging about what, they're definitely going to go on Facebook or Twitter, probably Twitter for the bloggers, because that's where a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of bloggers, you know, it makes sense for them to put their information on Twitter. So then it links back to their own blog so they can they can uh, have Twitter users find and type in on search find their topic, then find their blog, then click on their blog from Twitter onto their blog. So then that uh, defers a referral uh, from Twitter to the blog. Cool. So the other thing that uh, has come up, particularly from Comscore, is uh, content discovery is going beyond web browsers. And this actually makes me feel uh, warm and fuzzy because I was talking about it uh, five or six years ago. But uh, the number of global users uh, who access the internet mobily, by on a phone or an iPod or an iPad, has now uh, in, is now more than 
desktop users. So what, we're not seeing the death of the desktop user in terms of being online and working and all the rest of it, but we are seeing that mobile has overtaken it. And so that's a really important thing to be considering when you're looking at how your content is going to be viewed. Yes, definitely, definitely. And there, there's applications for it. It's very, the, the social the social atmosphere is very, it's very difficult to kind of break into that for uh, new businesses and businesses alike and, and just bloggers, new bloggers too. Um, you know, you have to kind of get an endorsement from, let's say, a celebrity or a person that has over 50 to 100,000 uh, followers um, to get kind of endorsed on your blog and then you know, and then on your Twitter, Twitter handle, and then maybe on your Facebook handle, that would beef that up. But yeah, a lot of, uh, you know, people have turned to mobile. I was just thinking about this before our, uh, our, the show here that will people go back to desktop a little more than mobile? I kind of think it may happen. There's something in me that, that says that desktop, desktop, you know, desktop is not gone. Uh, people, cause people just use mobile for their Facebook. They use it for their calendar. Um, you know, I still like getting on the desktop and kind of looking at the desktop. It gives a good feeling. So, uh, you know, it just depends on the newer generations. I think the older generations definitely have jumped back on to desktop. That's just a feeling I get uh, when thinking about the situation. Yeah, I would agree. The desktop is not going to be gone anytime soon because when it comes to actually doing work, uh, yes, I can edit video on my iPad. But do I want to edit video on my iPad? Not normally, no. Um, the other thing that was interesting is 84% of the time people spend on mobile is spent in applications. So that's kind of reinforcing what you were saying. They're on their Facebook app. They're on the Twitter app. They're not really, well, maybe they're on a Google Gmail app, but I just can't see them really spending a lot of time aside from, I'm out. Hey, you want to go for a beer? Yeah, okay, let's just quickly see what the, you know, where the pub is nearby sort of thing, but I don't see it replacing a lot of the functionality that we get from having a full-size keyboard and having a nice-size screen. Yeah, exactly. I completely agree with that. And uh, maybe it's, uh, I just, I just, I think that, you know, a lot of the millennials, of course, which are, I think the millennials are under 25 and over 18, uh, you know, they're definitely using it for Facebook. I use, I go on Facebook here and there, not really too much. Um, but I use my uh, my Android phone for that, and uh, you know it's it's pretty good. But that's I think I think it just serves its purpose, and it helps Facebook out with their ads. Um, they're not really doing too many ads, which is surprising to me, and that's actually a good thing too. Um, that they only sometimes have one sponsored ad, so they're kind of capturing, you know, the audience that uses their mobile phones, which is probably that eighty four percent is is mostly on Facebook and Twitter. And then Snapchat. I don't know too much about Snapchat. I know that you can make crazy looking faces and this and that, but and then Instagram, of course. Right. So Business Insider reported that messaging apps like Facebook Messenger and WhatsApp are killing it. So they've surpassed social networks in terms of their uh, activity. If you take the top four messaging apps, compare them to the top four social networking apps. Uh, there's probably 500 million people more, or 500,000 people, I'm sorry, more on those messaging apps than are on the social networking apps. So what this means is about 70% of online referrals are coming from the dark. In other words, you post on 
on uh, WhatsApp. Hey, I want to go to a nice bar. You know, who, what's a good place? And a bunch of people say, well, go here, go here, go here. And then you end up going there. So you're actually, it's a different type of search where we're asking our friends and followers for advice or to give us the answer as opposed to asking Google. Yeah, exactly. And I can see how that would happen. Uh, let's say you send me, you send me, uh, you, you go on Google Maps and you type in, uh, you know, or Facebook and you find like, let's say a local cool bar that everybody likes. You just send me the link to, let's say maybe it's on Yelp and then you send it through WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger. I click on it from there. Then it would be a dark referral because it wouldn't remember two clicks before that, that you went on it from your, from your computer, it would just track from your computer. But through your computer, through WhatsApp Messenger, it goes to me on my phone per se. Um, then I click on it. So it's just, yeah, it becomes a dark referral. You're right. Cool. So one of the things that a lot of people in the world of SEO uh, do is they create backlinks or they encourage backlinks. So that could be I have a site and I find a blogger who's in my niche and I talk to him and I say, hey, you know, can I put an article on your blog? I've got this article. Would you post it? He posts it, has a link back to my site and Google tracks that. So do you think, uh, you know, right now they're a very important factor for getting good organic rankings in Google and Bing and Yahoo and all the other ones. But uh, is that something with, uh, with all these changes that are occurring that will be less impactful, do you think, or more? Um, less impactful on... Uh, on your rankings. Oh, I, th I think, well, you know, the article that you're mentioning uh, talks about, uh, you know, how Google's going to keep the links for about another five years. Um, I, think, I think links are very important because, A, it shows a website is doing work and contributing to the online community. That's, that's the biggest thing of the overall part of the definition that I've interpreted of the algorithm. Um, you know, I've said many times on, on, on air and, and just many times before that Google doesn't know what website is open for business unless you actually actively uh, invest time online and build links, build out your Twitter, build out your Facebook, which, you know, Google may not care so much about that unless, you know, they care about the people that have a lot of followers, but they care about those links and those links. And we, we do guest post blogs, you know, we do guest postings for links. Um, you know, a long time ago, links were acquired by making comments, making good comments and comments from the heart on people's blogs. And then you get a link maybe from there. And then that's considered spam today uh, in certain regards. But Guest post blogging is one of the other ways to get links. And, you know, it's, it's, and, and just to go into how to get a good link, I was just typing it up the other day too, as well on rethinking this. Um, you, you want to, you want to go ahead and still engage in the news section on Google and go ahead and, and look at whatever your niche is, whatever news are out and look at the major, and they talk about this at, uh, uh what is it? trying to think here, the, uh, the conferences, a lot of the SEO conferences, they talk about the proper ways to do things. And you want to engage, let's say maybe Huffington Post or ABC News or whatever the case may be. And you go ahead and you read the article and maybe you rewrite your response on your blog and then link back to their article. That's a very good way of, of engagement that, that shows them that you actually care. You're not just trying to grab a link, but you're actually giving them a link. 
So then on the other flip side, um, what I was thinking is, and what we've been doing off and on here, but now we do that consistently, is we go ahead and we thank the uh, we thank the person that wrote the article in the comments. We try to engage with them, talk talk of how we feel from the heart, because you can be a robot and you can be you know, and that's how it used to be done many years ago. Just kind of get in, get out. But there's a good and 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 Google you know flagged a lot of that stuff for spam, and I don't blame them now. It was before it was tolerated, but um, but now, you know, they want things from the heart. The algorithm wants participation and you can't be a robot and just participate. You have to actually be, you know, a human being. And, uh, you know, and so, so you get, so you go onto the news page and you write a comment saying, I like your article and what you like about it. And you speak from the heart and you say, Hey, I wrote my, uh, my blog on our uh, your response on our blog to your blog per se. And I'd like to know if you maybe you can give me a like or you would like to read it, you know, and you kind of engage that because before it used to be fast post links, get links, get links, get links. But now the time that goes into that is more important than, okay, let's say quality is more important than quantity, I think, these days. Oops. Absolutely, it is. And that actually was a really good tip you were making about the commenting because what are we talking about with all this social activity if not commenting back and forth? So creating threads, putting links into the threads uh, are all and having actual conversations as opposed to just spinning bots out there trying to uh, play with the game. Exactly. And and all those tricks and, and all that, they, they don't work anymore and We've never used those uh, those tricks. I mean, those are probably like seven years dated, probably the bots and stuff. But uh, but yeah, definitely, it's it's all it goes back on what how would you like to be treated? Mm-hmm. You know, the other website, how you would like to be treated. Cool. Well, Michael, thank you very much for spending time with us today. Really appreciate having you on the show as usual. Lots of really good insights. If somebody wanted to contact you and uh, you know look at getting some improvements on their rankings in Google, uh, how can they do that? Uh, yeah, you could just go to my website, seochampion, seochampion.com. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Appreciate you, and uh, make sure you share this with your friends or uh, like it on Facebook if you see us there. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.